Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. First, a word from our sponsor. The Daily Compliance News for September 11, 2023, the 11,196-year edition. Before we begin with that story, I would like you to please take a moment to think about what this day means to the history of America, perhaps the most significant event uh, other than the Kennedy assassination in my lifetime. Think about what it meant over the past 21 years or 22 years now since that event. And think, uh, take a moment to think about all those who lost their lives and those who lost their loved ones. Our first story comes today from the BBC as a cryptocurrency boss in Turkey was jailed for, yes, 11,196 years. Talk about deterrence and how you can impact how people Think about breaking the law. Well, apparently in Turkey, they're pretty serious about that. Next up from the Wall Street Journal, Risk and Compliance Journal, rendered Richard Vanderford reporting that the UK regulator, the Financial Conduct Authority, said it would be on the lookout for banks that shirk regulatory obligations in difficult economic times. I don't know if that's just uh, an English phrase, but uh, U.S. regulators typically don't look for banks that shirk they look for banks that break the law, but they don't do that in England. If you shirk your obligations, well, the FCP, or FCA in England, I should say, is going to um, come to you with a Dear CEO letter. So watch out. Next up, from the Financial Times, a very, very old case in which, um, in a decision of the culmination of a legal fight, waged by former YPF shareholders uh, and the litigation funding business Buford Capital, Argentina is liable to pay damages of $16 billion to shareholders of um, the former YPF for having their company renationalized by the government of Argentina. Uh, YPF was privatized in 1993 and Christina de Kirchner in 2012 re-nationalized um, it, and apparently without compensation. So no taking of property without compensation, even in Argentina. And finally, opioid settlement season continues as Kroger agrees to pay $1.2 billion for their role in the opioid crisis. Obviously much lower than some of the big boys, but it's payments to states, local governments, and Native American tribes to settle claims of its role in the opioid crisis. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.